Hello there, Halo fans and podcast listeners alike. This is Duststorm from the Podtacular Podcast, welcoming you to a very special collaboration between a number of different Halo podcasts within the Halo community. A while ago, Installation00 posted a video out on his YouTube channel asking other YouTubers and posing the question, what makes Halo, Halo? Now, this could be a number of different things from the competitive aspect of it to the campaign story to the lore, the community, a whole bunch of different people interpret Halo a different way. And it begs an interesting question because of how rich and deep Halo's community is. I mean, look at all the Forge maps that you see in game. Look at all the cosplayers. Look at all of the different kinds of media that Halo has produced. Look at all the in-depth story and exploration of characters, environments, and worlds that you see through the campaign and the novelizations of the universe. Look at all the different kinds of ways that you can get involved with making art. Just look at the Halo Community Spotlight every other week to see all the different creative ways that the community gives back to the Halo franchise. So it is an interesting question to ask what makes Halo Halo. And similarly, as Installation00 got fellow YouTubers to answer the question on his video, we asked other Halo podcasters as well to help answer the question and chime in on the topic. So what you'll be hearing next is our responses to the question, a little bit of discussion as well for the podcast that had multiple hosts responding in their audio clips. And at the end, we'll try to do our best to come up with a general consensus of what everyone's feelings are. That could prove a little difficult because of the differing topics and areas that the podcast focus on from competitive to lore to news but we'll try our best to come up with an overall general consensus that everyone shares amongst all the podcasts at the end we'll also mention all the podcasts involved where you can find them their websites their social media and who knows if there's another such question that pops up within the halo community you might be in treat for another collab from all these podcasts out there so on behalf of all the podcasts that have participated in this, we hope that you will enjoy this and we'll see you at the end of this little collaboration. Hello everyone, this is Oren, Aaron, and Krista from Podcast Evolved. We want to thank Podtacular for including us on this Halo Podcast Community Special episode. Like all the other podcast groups, uh, we were given a prompt what makes Halo Halo, uh, specifically what makes Halo Halo to us. I think this can be interpreted many different ways, um, and I'm glad and, and excited to hear what the other podcasts say and excited to hear what Krista and Aaron have to say. I think I'll, I'll just kind of start on what I think was a very defining moment for me in the Halo universe. And surprisingly, as I was thinking about this prompt, it wasn't in a game, but it reinforces how I've been playing all of the games. Um, and it comes back to the the first book, The Fall of Reach, fairly earlier, early on when uh, John and the other Spartans are with Dr. Halsey at Reach and Halsey shows them the first Mjolnir armor and kind of talks about the specifications and what the intentions are and how regular humans can't wear them and that she thinks that all the Spartans' augmented bodies are kind of perfectly fit for these very high-powered armor suits and so she says any questions and then john says when can we try them and she responds by saying now are there any uh, are there any volunteers and every single spartan like raises their hand and like steps forward and like that moment like when i read it for the first time was just like gosh like this is just so freaking cool and just that like the indoctrination and the kind of duty and how their their perseverance to to want to just do whatever they need to do to get the job done and complete the mission that sort of mindset just reinforces how i've just continued to digest halo and for me i think that is just kind of at the core of what i guess the master chief and what halo are is just like the dedication to do the mission to fight for what's right and for humanity and to protect the ones that you care about and from there i just kind of have that in the back of my mind when i play every game and master chief has all of his dialogue and when you read about him in different books that 
core value, I think, is just, to me anyway, applied every single time. And it, it just continues to reinforce what Halo is as each new book and comic book and video game and all that kind of stuff kind of gets released. That's that's kind of how it is for me. Krista, Aaron, I don't know if you want to kind of touch on that or kind of jump in on what you guys personally feel of what makes Halo Halo for you. But for me, it's really that moment and kind of how it continues and in is in seen throughout the Halo universe. I feel like I'm a little bit... I'm going to have to cheat and be a little bit vaguer than Oren is here. It's okay. Mine's really vague, too, so we can both cheat. This is when we find out that me and Krista have the same vague feeling. See, for me, the thing about Halo, it's less in the specifics of the characters and their motivations and more just about the extended universe. I think I've said on the podcast before... I came to Halo through the novels back in the day. A friend of mine handed me Fall of Reach and I think The Flood, which didn't put me off, funnily enough. And I read both these books and then thought, I need to get an Xbox and I need to play these games. This was in the run-up to when Halo 3 came out, so I fired my way through 1 and 2, hit the 2B continued and spent six very angry, stressful months in the summer waiting for three to come out. <laughs> but the books kept me going because I got the first two, read them, and then I went, oh, I wonder if there's any more. And was looking, I was like, oh, there's this first strike book. And I read that and sort of started to work my way through them all then. And over the years, more would come out. And that would eventually lead to doing this podcast and just making a lot of friends. So for me, it's always been the extended universe. The Spartans are great, but it's everything that comes with them from just all these great stories and characters that they tell, which have started to feed back into the games more. But, like, so many cool things were created over the years that we just never saw. Engineers, all this other stuff that just, over time, 343 have been feeding more and more into the universe. So that's really what makes it for me, are all these other stories that we get that just never touch on the games or really have anything to do with them and like we've even started to get a lot of that stuff wrapped up over the years like the happiest i've been was getting the forerunner trilogy and getting envoy because i've spent so long wondering what happened to gray team where they were what happened next hit cliffhangers probably goes back go back to halo 2 not not a big fan of the halo cliffhangers so really, that's that's probably what makes it for me. Like, I know some people come to it for the multiplayer and the the game experience, but for me, it's always been the stuff behind it that builds up this universe. Like, as far as I'm concerned, it's my it's my top sci-fi franchise. It nudged Star Trek off the top for me a number of years ago. Well, and that's kind of where it sits. So mine's pretty similar to yours, Aaron, in that it's like. It's not a specific moment or anything like that. Honestly, I was not introduced to Halo by Fall of Reach, like, <laughs> or my favorite moment was Fall of Reach. You've probably heard this story before if you've li been listening to the podcast for a while, but, you know, I was young when Halo first came out. Kids across the street had Halo, and I was, of course, way too young to comprehend Halo in any other way than, oh, we get to shoot aliens, and I can shoot my friends, and we can drive a car. That, that was about my my entire knowledge of Halo at the time. When people would ask me at, at school and stuff, "Oh, you play Halo?" I'm like, "Yeah, I shoot all the I shoot all the humans, and then the aliens kill me." <laughs> Over time, I was introduced to the other side of Halo, which was this incredible, almost a space opera. It's just such a huge story that spans so far and so wide, and. You know, whatever kind of thing you or niche you have when you're reading a book or enjoying a narrative, you can find in Halo. There's just so many different stories, so many different characters. You can always find something you really like. And I liked the mystery and mystique of Halo, especially in the first three games where you had no idea what was going on, really. You were kind of just going off of just a, a whim, like something, men something mentioned or Cortana just said, do this. You're just like, okay. And so it was just the mystery of it all. Like, what is this? Who are the Forerunners? What's going on here? And that's really what grabbed me into the franchise, were all of these questions, and then when they answered a question, there were two more questions, and it just kind of goes from there. And I think it's really easy to get lost in it, and I just got lost in it, you know? Yeah, no, I think that's the biggest thing for me about Halo. It's the, 
yeah, like all the things along the way that you get answers to and the mysteries that you've had. Like, I still remember the excitement when I found out that Krypton was going to be a thing because you're finally going to get all these answers to who these characters were and all you ever had were the terminals in Halo 3 for so long and you wondered, who is this didact? Who is this librarian? What weird shit is this? And then you get down the line and you get to see it all. So I definitely, I like getting into it. There's a lot of universe to sink your teeth into in a way that very few other, I think, franchises, games especially, sort of do it for me. Like you get Gears of War has four or five novels, but they never, they never really sort of capture me the same way. Yeah. Well, I think that's kind of how like our love and appreciation for this franchise just kind of naturally progresses where we're just so enveloped and and connected to all these stories that when the next chapter or a new chapter kind of comes out I mean we're just so eager to kind of learn about it and that's why we you know kind of comes back to why we even have a podcast like I, I joined just because I love talking about Halo and, and what better platform to talk about Halo is on an audio podcast with other people who want to talk about Halo and people who want to listen to people talk about Halo. So I, I think it, it eventually evolves into that, to where we just want to share this this love for this franchise and just kind of tap into the many, many different like aspects and types of stories that you guys have kind of touched on. And and that in and of itself is, is kind of what Halo is to some people. And so it's definitely this evolution as it goes on. But uh, but no, I, I I I agreed for the same reasons that you guys kind of said that like those are those are aspects of of Halo like you know always going to your friend's house and playing you know the multiplayer like I I must have played hours and hours of Halo CE multiplayer before I even played the campaign and I'm talking like a, at least a year <laughs> because it's just what we did and so every, everyone has their own story of kind of how they got into the franchise and what's made them stick around. And, uh, and I think this is a really great um, sort of initiative that, that Podtacular is kind of putting on. And I think some of the other YouTube communities have done as well of kind of asking the Halo community what makes Halo Halo. And, and 2020 is just a huge year for the Halo community and even for gaming. So it's definitely going to expand and grow to the existing fan base um, on whatever Halo Infinite becomes. And, and if it's anything like CE, like we're kind of seeing and what 343 is talking about, it's only going to excite new gamers that, that aren't familiar with this and to, to then get sucked in and just discover all these great stories. Is there any other kind of things you guys wanted to touch on? I mean, unfortunately, we couldn't have a full panel here. You know, our other half of the, uh, of the crew has, is off doing other things. But, uh, but between the three of us, are there any other final sediments you guys want to discuss uh, before we kind of sign off and give it to the next show? Halo is like the ultimate sci-fi rabbit hole. You have games, you have comics, you have books, you have communities, you have toys. It's so weird because everyone starts off very simple that... Oh, I like the video games. I'm here for the multiplayer. Oh, there's a campaign. Oh, there are terminals. It just kind of goes from there and it just keeps going. And that's what I like. There's always something new everywhere you turn in the Halo community and in the Halo franchise. Yeah, and I think to lean off that, I think the important thing for people is there's no wrong answer to what Halo is for everyone because you hear as you get into people's stories, so many people come to Halo from so many different directions like you get, I came from a book, Krista came from mucking about as a kid playing. You've got people that have just been there from day one with Bungie playing the marathon games and have dived into it. I come across a lot of people whose first Halo now was Halo 5 because they're in their early late teens and they've started, they've got Game Pass, they've played 5 and then they've gone and picked up Master Chief Collection and played the others. So there's, there's just, there's so many great options out there for how people come to things with and just how they get into it and then like Krista said it's sort of infectious once you get in you get dragged into all these other areas that you've never you've never sort of come across and seen like we get it all the time we get new people that join the discord and go oh like I've played the games I started listening to your podcast but I've never read a novel before and then we snow them under with suggestions for what to read first but there's just there's so many entries into it I think that's something pretty fantastic for what started off as a game and a novelization. 
No, definitely. And, and like, like we've said, it's so vast and it just continues to grow every year. We're approaching the 20th anniversary of, of Halo CE next fall. And it's, yeah, there's just so, there's just a wealth of stories that anyone can just pick apart and dive into. And yeah, the note about everyone coming from everywhere that, yeah, we hear stories on our Discord and Twitter all the time about people's first entry into the franchise and kind of how that's impacted them and why they've stayed or why they're here now. So we just hope that things like this can continue to get out there and, and people kind of just get inspired to take their, their free time to to learn about this just really engaging and, and inspirational franchise that, that we just hold so dear. Well, I think with, with that, we'll, we'll kind of wrap it up. Like I mentioned, we can talk about Halo for a long time, I'm sure. If you're new to the podcast Evolve Community, you can check out our website and learn more about us there. And uh, we invite you to just listen to the rest of the show for the other podcasts that are on here. Um, we're constantly all talking together. We're all, you know, friends in the community and a lot of great people out there with uh, all the other shows, whether it's lore-based or competitive Halo-based or just the kind of like general news. So a lot of lot of content out there from very dedicated fans. Um, so if, if you're looking for an out, uh, a place to kind of listen, uh, this is a good entry point so you can kind of see what the different podcasts are like and kind of go from there. So with that, thank you guys. Uh, thank you to Podtacular and onto the onto the next one and play more halo evolved. <laughs> evolved hey everyone my name's david and i run the composers abyss podcast what halo means to me uh, when i boil it down is really just a sense of community and a good story i was involved in the halo community starting in 2013 you know right after halo 4 came out and i was blown away by the story and really wanted to see what people were saying and you know, what little bits of information they were picking up that maybe I didn't pick up on, you know, and I was welcomed with open arms and the friends I made during that period, uh, I still have some of those friends today. And, uh, you know, they're really valued people to me just to bounce ideas off of and, you know, really see what they think about, you know, what's going on in the Halo story. And then you have the story aspect and, and really that just boils down to just two core themes to me. And that's heroes triumphing through extreme loss and devastation and other characters, you know, reconciling with their, their pasts. And, you know, for the reconciling part, I, I think two characters like Jameson Bach and the Arbiter and even the Didact as, you know, good and bad examples and, you know, and even in between examples of the, uh, the best way to do that. And really, that's, that's what Halo means to me. How's it going, everybody? My name is Kevin, and I'm one half of the Halo Outreach podcast, where my co-host, Patman Gaming, and I go over the weekly news that happened in Halo, though we do like to discuss other things involving with gaming as well, but mainly Halo-focused. So recently, Duststorm reached out to us to kind of do a collaborative video. So on the podcast, we talked our, our favorite parts about Halo and this is what we came up with. If you would like to check out our podcast, we're currently on Podbean, Spotify, and on YouTube. We do live stream the podcast as well. So here's our response. What makes Halo, Halo for you in particular? So actually, I'm a Pat. You take this one away because I could probably talk too much about this. <laughs> oh, you're going to have to have your chance eventually, Kevin. Ready. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's quite a few things for me that makes Halo Halo. I think the number one thing for me personally, and this kind of harkens back to, I mean, even started with Halo 3, but even before that, before Forge was even a thing, just a complete package was always the thing for me for Halo. Halo always had a great campaign that was replayable, always had great multiplayer um, to enjoy your friends. And then it only got, you know, subsequently larger uh, with Halo 3 when Forge came out and all just basically blew it up as far as custom games and things like that um that was the biggest thing for me was just a complete package kind of but you know something that kind of i feel has lost its way with the last couple of halos uh, especially halo 4 which brings me to my next point which would be um as far as a multiplayer side i always felt even starts you know was always one of my favorite things about halo mm -hmm. um, you know it comes down to me versus you who's got the better weapon or who's better with that same weapon, or if I fought for a power weapon on the map, then, you know, then I deserve it. 
not spawning in with whatever gun you want and you know being comfortable with that you had to learn the weapons you had to learn the spawns of other weapons you have to have teamwork you have to have you know uh positioning on maps map control and it's very different from many other shooters uh you know like call of duty obviously is a more twitch based shooter and i think that's why i fell in love with halo so much is i tend to lean towards more higher time to kill games uh because you know you, it, it really shows skill i mean of course call of duty players are skillful still but um you know with halo it's like you could be shooting me in the back i could turn around and still win that battle if i'm the better player and just that appeal of halo always it, it, it just always called to me and it's like i said lost its kind of way with halo 4 obviously with the loadouts and calling in ordinance drops and and all that stuff and i was really happy with halo 5 that we went back to even starts you, you know sprint and all that crap i don't care about advanced mobility i don't care about classic movement you, you know i could go eat I'll go either way go either way with those <laughs> um doesn't matter to me i because i really love halo 5 but i really love halo 2 so i think that's what needs to be nailed down is first and foremost a complete package something halo 5 wasn't on launch either uh halo 5 had great support post-launch and i really hope that continues with infinite but at the same time we need a complete package at launch including you know your campaign your forge your custom browsers your theater mode working properly which still does not work properly to this day in halo 5 um and a great campaign uh with a not a convoluted story with a bunch of characters and you know it, it needs to be a little bit simpler but still tell a great story have replayability and all those things factor into what makes halo halo for me so what about you that's a good a good answer there pat excellent answer kind of covered about a little bit of everything you wanted in a concise way i'm trying thank to you, think because like for me answering that question is just Oh, it's it's such a big question for me to reply with. It's like you get flooded with so many different things to think about in a reply because Halo mm-hmm. is so many things. It's it's more than just like a video game, even to like you and me, especially. I think what initially drew me into the game was it being like a sci-fi setting. I've always more enjoyed more sci-fi kind of things. Like I remember being as a kid, just absolutely being like obsessed with like Star Wars and stuff like that. So I kind of always, always I kind of leaned towards that kind of style of entertainment. And I think just like, especially, I mean, my first game was CE back in 2001, you know, that launch year. And just like the spectacle that the game has, it's just like, it's, mm-hmm. it's like awe. It was awe inspiring, 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 awe inspiring, awe inspiring. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> and just like the world that is created within Halo. It's so unique yet familiar that so it's easy to kind of grab onto and understand. And um, they give it, it, it the way Halo is like it's such an easy franchise to get into. But if you want to dig deeper and get more into it, there's that depth, there's huge depth to it. Mm-hmm. Even when back in 2001 when the game released, like there was so much more behind Halo than just like it being a shooter, evil aliens blow them up you know there's so much more right. to it than just that if you wanted to like look into the books and stuff like that but yeah i just love like the campaign experience the enemy types were like fresh unique even though it's still like kill all aliens like we've done a million times in video games and entertainment but it was just in felt like in a unique way and mm-hmm. with the whole like forerunner aspect to it this was old ancient mystery that we just don't understand and don't know adds a level of mystery to the whole aspect of the whole thing so this makes it feel like there's something bigger and grander than just you for almost every game tries to make you feel like you're bigger and grander than everything else around you so even though you're like a super badass soldier there's still like so much bigger things to worry about and so i think it's mm. such a cool aspect when it comes to like this storytelling of halo obviously and also when it comes to like multiplayer side of things it can be enjoyed at a fun casual level and it can also be enjoyed at a super competitive, sweaty, try-hard level. And there's, and then you can just, like, there's a nice gradient up to that point as well when it comes to difficulty. Uh, like I said, you mentioned about the even starts. I think it's a, super crucial when it comes to Halo because it just makes it so that your knowledge of the game is super important. Your ability to shoot and move throughout the map. Uh, it's more than just being like, who can see who first, you know, kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And you can outplay people with certain kind of positioning, just utilize things to your advantage. Like the way you can traverse maps is so different than like any other game. Like doing like crouch jumping, taking different kinds of height advantage and stuff like that. The weapon types are just super cool. 
I mean, who doesn't love a gigantic rocket launcher you can put on your shoulder and just blow people up? I mean, that's pretty sweet. But then you yeah. can, but you're able to grab that because you understand when those rockets time are timed. You can pick them up and use that to your advantage. So it's almost like, like people said, like a game of chess where you're utilizing your knowledge of the game to do better. So you don't necessarily have to be the craziest best shot at the game to to, to do well. Like in Halo Reach, back in 2010, mm-hmm. like when I started to learn how to get decent at Halo, that like I had like a two plus KD, but it's because I knew how to time rockets basically and knew where the weapon spawns were and stuff. And so you don't have to be like a god at the game to be able to have fun and do well at it, which I think is really cool. But then you also can be a god and do really well and like rank up and, you know, get sweaty in the competitive modes and stuff like that. And so then you mentioned also like about theater, forge, the creative side of things. I spent so much time in Halo 3 forge, absurd amount of time. Just because I like being the creative side of things, I think it's so cool. But like I said, the Halo to me is the total package of a first person shooter amazing campaign yep. great multiplayer uh, creative outlets for people to share and do their own things with no game does it at least at the scale of Halo or it does it this well yep. so I think it's awesome that's why I keep coming back yep. and so passionate about it and then also just the community itself like everybody I've met within the Halo community is pretty freaking awesome they're super inviting yep. you know uh, super nice people. I mean, like I said, met you through YouTube. Yep. You contacted me like, hey, I'm baby pant. Can we make a podcast? Hey, I'm a little <laughs> <laughs> And like, I've been able to like, I've flown to different parts of the US to just hang out with Halo friends. Never done that with yep. any other game. Just freaking love Halo, man, and everything around it. But what were you going to bring I, up? I kind of really um, like feel the same way, but you mentioned sci-fi. I love sci-fi as well, and I really do think Star Wars are really apt comparison for Halo. I think Halo is the Star Wars of video games because, you know, Star Wars started in one medium like movies and then grew into other mediums, video games, grew into TV shows, grew into comic books, grew into novels. You know, it, it was some, failed so much more than just a movie. <laughs> yeah, a bunch of, a bu- you know, a couple of failed movies, but still, it's still an iconic franchise and, and it was... It was bigger than anything and halo at one point was bigger than anything mm-hmm. in the video game we haven't seen anything like halo when, when halo <laughs> blew up the only thing that you could compare it to nowadays was like fortnite fortnite is just everywhere it blew up mm-hmm. and halo was like that and it was on one system only and I, I think that's just so much more impressive you know it's not on a toasters it's not on ipads it's not on you know <laughs> your refrigerator like fortnite you know fortnite's everywhere and Halo was on one system and it single-handedly launched a brand new system that was dominated by PlayStation and Nintendo. Like nobody even thought Xbox would be a thing after they're like, dude, Microsoft's this, this is corporate suicide right here. Like there's no way they're that could be successful in, in this kind of business. And all they needed was a killer app and Halo was it. And it it single-handedly launched Xbox Live as well and multiplayer gaming as we know it. Not only did Halo 1 change the game, Halo 2 changed the game as well. And then Halo 3 just perfected the formula and was the absolute pinnacle of the series. And just just like you said, growing up, that's just, I love sci-fi, dude. Like Guardians of the Galaxy, Star Wars, Doctor Who, all that stuff. It's just like I always was fascinated by space, aliens and stuff growing up too. And, and like I said, outer space and was always fascinated by the stars and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Wanted to be an astronaut growing up, was never smart enough to actually be one. It o- will always hold a special place in my heart because Halo really uh zelda got me into gaming but halo kept me gaming and has kept me gaming all these years later and got me really into the multiplayer scene and i will always be thankful for it and i still enjoy it to this day i don't think halo 4 like i said was a great halo game i still thought it was a good game though Uh, i still played it a lot but it kind of lost its way what made halo halo Mm -hmm. um and then halo 5 like i said freaking just max ranked it dude it's a it's a great multiplayer game kind of disappointed by campaign but I have a really good feeling about Infinite, man. I really think it's going to bring us back to that complete package Halo. And there's a bunch of content creators just waiting and thirsting to get their hands on a new Halo and help the longevity of the game. Because obviously content creation is a huge part of it now as far as longevity of a game and really, um, you know, game support. So it, it goes hand in hand with development. So I'm really excited to see what Infinite brings and I'm very optimistic about 
uh, where we'll be talking about Halo in the next year or two. And that's what Halo's always been, is ambitious. Mm. They really need to harken back on that idea and, and, and go forward with it. I think, I think that's probably one thing. Halo's a lot of people, very good question. I think that's one thing people are missing a lot, is that Halo used to really kind of innovate in the shooter genre of what mm-hmm. like, can be accomplished in that style of game. Obviously, we've had nearly 20 years of development on Halo, so you can only perfect the circle so many times, right? But uh, still... Uh, pretty awesome so like so I think they can always as long as they're always pushing Forge there's always something new to create with the game because no other game no other franchise is bothering with something like that because our community I mean, like look at Mario it. look at Zelda they've, they've been around Mario's on it's 35th anniversary Zelda's right at like around 30 years mm-hmm. those franchises don't really change much from game to game they just put out really solid games that people love Halo could be around for another 20 years if done right, you know, and I would be happy to be old man Pitt playing some Halo 17 when, you know, the time comes. But, you know, it's it's it it has the potential to be, mm-hmm. you know, something like a Mario or a Zelda, something that Microsoft can continuously put out every few years, like like Mario, like Zelda, you know, four or five years, three, four or five years development, not every year. So it gets, you know, saturated. And, um, you know, put out a quality product that people will love. People will always come back if you put out a good product. Hi, everyone. My name is Josh, a.k.a. JK Fire, and I am one half of HCS Pro Talk, your weekly Halo esports podcast. And the question is, what makes Halo, Halo to me? Well, it really comes down to three items. One the friends and the family that I've made within this franchise to the community as a whole. It can be competitive, it can be lore, just the whole Halo community as a whole. And three, the memories that I've made with said friends, with said community. It all boils down to those three things. Halo 3 was my first ever midnight release that I've ever been to. And I was there with my best friend at the time, and he made a cardboard makeshift uh, Master Chief costume, and then a uh, plexiglass energy sword, so that was a thing. There were people at that event that I had no idea were even there, and uh, Will, my co-host, who is not in the same room as me, he was also there, and I had no idea. Also, one of the reasons why my now wife liked me was she enjoyed watching me play Halo, which is weird, but that's a thing. And then also I've had the opportunity to meet some of my biggest idols that have been a part of the franchise. And yes, Duststorm, that includes you. But yeah, I don't know. It's This franchise has been one of the greatest things to happen to my life, period. I get to sit across the... This is the studio for the podcast that I'm a part of, and I get to sit across the table from my best friend every single week and we get to talk about the franchise that we both love, that the you listeners love as well. And there's nothing that makes me more excited and happy every single week than being able to do that. And I love what I do. So the friends I've made, the community of Halo, and the memories that I've been able to make with set friends and community members. That is what makes Halo Halo to me. Thanks for asking the question, Dust. I appreciate it. And I'm excited to hear what the others have to say. Danny, tell me, what makes Halo Halo to you? Uh, the joypad? <laughs> you aren't playing Halo on PC? Uh, I do play Halo on PC with the joypad. Okay. See, that's the thing. I I am one of those Philistines who actually vastly prefers first-person shooters with a gamepad. I've never really liked using a mouse and keyboard for it. I don't think you're a Philistine. Like I, I, I all the first-person shooters I play, uh, Halo, Destiny, etc. I do with the joypad exclusively. I I've just been matured that way with my gaming preferences over the year. And the PC is obviously the better place for the hardware if you can afford it. But why why would you want to lose out on the premium joypad experience in that transition? So when did you actually play Halo for the first time? 
it was uh, a friend of mine uh, myself hanging around being bored one day and um, I got an old Xbox to, uh, to mess around with modding because we wanted to watch some anime on TV. Back in the day that was a big thing, you know, getting a convenient setup that kind of stuff. So I got a uh, modded Xbox just for that purpose. And I was like, well, I have an Xbox, why don't we play this Halo crappy game everyone's banging on about? So I looked my friend in and uh, forced him to sit down and play it with me. So my first Halo experience was couch co-op of uh, CE on the Xbox. Taking our sweet, lovely time through it and it just blew me away. I just was like, what the hell is this? Like, I, I, I remember Goldeneye, that was great, and then Time Splitters, and I was like, I missed I missed the leap, you know, to the proper, this is how it's supposed to be, not perfect, you know what I mean? The multiplayer, the co-op, everything just clicked. And I was a story person first and foremost. I co-op story, um, I spent five minutes dicking about on, on the multiplayer and just didn't give a shit. It was all about, holy crap, the co-op. That was, the co-op is what got me in the, in the little split screen on the TV. Uh, with a good friend, nothing better on a Saturday afternoon. I uh, joined a certain online community that uh, I fed into from the beta, and uh, it was from that community that uh, I just met a bunch of random people that may have changed my life in a lot of ways, actually. But uh, that was how I got hooked into, uh, into the lore and website stuff, and uh, Ascending Justice. Those guys were hanging about there at the time. Pretty awesome. And then... Danny decided to make his own website, and the rest is history. <laughs> it, it wasn't that I wanted to make a website. I didn't care about a website at all. I made plenty of crappy things over the years. One has, but it was just the void that, because they were the only beacons at the time that that were interested in discussing it and putting forward their own proposed ideas uh, as a good starting point for discussions. And uh, I felt that. There was a void there. I just didn't want that, that light to go out in the community that early. I uh, said, so, well, no one else is going to do it. Why not? And now there's like another Halo lore podcast every two weeks. <laughs> so really, it's because of you that those exist. If it hadn't been for Oh, yeah. Not, not San Justice. Me. Me. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Not the them. would I'm, have me, gone out. Me, 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 me. Without me. Forward Into Dawn. So really, <laughs> lore Halo can thank us. Well, I, I, I told him... I told him about it, and uh, I think at the time, uh, one of the, uh, the Ascendant Justice guys had uh, gone to Microsoft to work uh, on Halo, surprisingly. And uh, I, I told him that uh, I was going to you know, continue on. I was throwing a, a website bloggy up and uh, hoping to continue on talking about the lore. And uh, I told one, of them, I told them about the, the name of the website. Uh, I, I, in retrospect, I think they must have had a good chuckle to themselves whenever I told them we were. I was naming the, the website Ford on the Dawn, and they were working on Halo 4. I hadn't you know, publicly announced or discussed it in any way, but knowing what we know now in retrospect, that wants to be a, a good heart. Yeah, they could have them. given us like a little push, like, hey, maybe for uh, SEO reasons, don't call it that. They, they could have. They could that have been help. friends. They could have been mates. Oh, well. Yeah, 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 exactly. They, they doomed us. They doomed us to SEO hell. So it's fair to say, Danny, that what makes Halo, Halo to you, is the story. Oh, entirely so. Um, the co-op in the gameplay was was the the connective tissue and the, the fun-ass story. I got, you're sitting playing a game with your friend, you don't care about that deep, intricate story. You just want good, fun, easily digestible experience. Uh, a good Hollywood blockbuster, as it were. And I think the first Halo game was the Hollywood blockbuster in video game form. It was just, it worked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, for me, actually, I think I did like a comic or something for like Pontacular, did a community contest years back about it. But our Xbox broke in like, I want to say 2005, and I didn't get a console, an Xbox 360, until Christmas 2011. So that entire period. I basically just wrote about Halo for Wikipedia. The the Halo.bungie.org cutscene library was where I experienced the story in the, the time ah. before good quality YouTube. To be fair, that was a resource for a lot of people back then. Yeah. And One still of the only there. resources around, you know, so. Yeah. 
And uh, so that's that's how I I kept with kept with Halo. Where was the story? Because you could still that was the way you could connect with people then, even without playing it. Because I have probably put like collective total of six hours into Halo Three before I had my Xbox again. Yeah, I didn't. It was not a did not go to a place with like the dorm room Halo feel for college, and that was not not really. It was too uh, early for that in, in Apparently school. everyone had these Halo dorm parties that I missed out on. <laughs> everyone I know missed well, out on. But I apparently they were either. very popular. Yeah, they were. That's what my brother did. But I was I was just missed that. That's surprisingly not what art school was filled with. Not filled with Halo. Halo land parties. Yeah, yeah shockingly. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think I think they've all just aged so much better than the competition. Like, I do not play any other games from any other shooters from 2001 like they all i've never gotten to half-life half-life one has aged terribly and half-life two in my opinion has also aged terribly for me half-life two aged terribly upon release you mean you didn't want to just play a bunch of physics puzzles that were frustrating as hell with first person platforming i really like the physics puzzles in, in in the portal that was a better way of doing it yeah I think I think you're right. That there's there's just that je ne sais quoi. Okay. Anything else you want to add? I, I think there's enough there you can splice and do some coherency. What makes Halo Halo? And this is for you personally. And it could be it doesn't have to be anything specific. It's kind of a general wide open question, but when you think of the question what makes Halo Halo? What does that mean to you? And Uber Nixon TG didn't get to actually participate in the YouTube version of that. Why don't you go ahead and kick things off? What makes Halo Halo to me is playing a game of Halo 3 Big Team Battle and winning the game 100 points to 99 and just celebrating with your teammates. You've just won the lottery. To me, like that feeling is just the definition of Halo to me. Clutching up with your buddies, having a blast. Yeah, definitely those like clinch moments of being yeah. able to just like it's that rush, that, that, like that sigh, of, like that rush, and then that sigh of relief when you just you get the last kill and you're like, ah, oh, we did it, <laughs> it's over. <laughs> yep. Like okay, get a quick breather and on to the next one. Yep, pretty much. Yep. Very nice, uh, DJ. What about you? And it doesn't have to be short form; it can be long form too. If 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 you have a lot to say. Well, I, are we talking specifically about in-game moments or just? You know, metaphorically speaking, whatever you want to interpret the question as. What and and the question again is what makes Halo Halo? For me, I think what makes what makes Halo Halo is that transcendent opportunity to engage in a storyline that really truly pits you against a force of nature that is inherently stronger and more capable and violently opposed to your existence and the struggle and the journey and the adventure that you have in order to potentially risk sacrificing everything and saving everyone and saving as many as you can in the end. And I think that's one of the reasons why I got it. It has always resonated with me. It's that struggle. It's that continuous push one foot in front of the other, no matter what is coming at you in order to reach your end goal. And it, speaks to a lot of different elements in life and the way that we approach things and being able to share that adventure in multiplayer with your friends and with your teammates and take an opportunity to really beat this game in various different ways together as a whole and work as a team. For me, that has always been what makes Halo Halo and it's something that I've found is unique. It's a unique experience in spite of it being an element to multiple other games. It's a unique experience that just for me is why Halo will always be that number one on the rung. Like, it, always. Your and answer was way better than mine. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good answer. Yeah. I hadn't really thought about it that way, but you're you're totally right. Definitely makes you want to kind of push on to really do things and make sure that you can actually get to where you're going and really enjoy it with other people that share the same kind of passion. Well, and being able to look at your friend when you see them for the first time physically at an event like RTX or PAX or E3 and going, hey, we saved humanity together and we did it on Legendary 
all skulls on and we busted <laughs> our butts for two months and we together revived each other more times than we could count but still managed to dominate and walk away with a win so there we go that's right. cool yeah <laughs> uh gt you're taking it way too deep <laughs> I don't know if I can follow that. I I'm, mean, gl- I'm glad I went first. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, to me, what makes Halo Halo is the story. It's this, you know, like DJ said, the this epic battle. Uh, whether you're playing it on easy or you're playing it on mythic, you have this immersive story that drives you to continue. And that's yeah. what makes... That's what gets. That's what got me into Halo, and that's what keeps me in Halo. Always, story is so awesome. Uh, and then for me, I'm going to say what makes Halo Halo is the community. There hasn't been a point in my life in when I've been a part of the Halo community where I've really not felt like I could contribute or not felt like I could like interact with somebody and really just kind of see how complex how deep and how broad Halo is to so many people like there's there's not another game franchise I can think of that really has the complex community that Halo does and it's so awesome to see that there's so many different ways that you can get involved with Halo whether it's you want to actually live in the world so you cosplay you want to learn more about the universe itself so you read the books read the comics you want to actually build experiences for people to play in multiplayer so you forge there's just so many different ways for people to get involved with halo and the game is the foundation of all that i don't think there's another game that has built such a foundation or an ip that is that extensive that broad how many how many different mediums is halo in you have clothing lines you have action figures you have dvds you have books you have mega blocks yeah, you have the, the construction sets. You have all the like the extra lore pieces from all the promotional stuff, like the I Love Bees and the Iris campaign. Like You have physical event tours, like yeah, Outpost Discovery. You, you have competitive events like MLG and like how many different formats can you absorb Halo in some form or fashion? And what other game does that? Right? I don't think there's another game and the community that builds up around it is so receptive and core to that and it's just so cool to see that when communities decide to put their differences aside and appreciate their differences and come together and really support the different facets of the community that's the really cool part that's the thing that really excites me to keep investing time and putting time into things like this podcast into things like the Halo Hub to eventually put things into making my Virgil bot whenever I get around to doing that to having people like DJ on the str- on being a co-host now on Podtacular having people like Ubernick and Real Life Spartan and Masters and Halo Cannon and Grim Brother One and so many other personalities and people on the podcast that come from so many different walks of Halo life like that that's so cool to me. And I'll get off my soapbox now. <laughs> but that, that to me is what, what Halo is about, is, is the community. Like, how how many different experiences there are and trying to, probably more than I should, appreciate and be invested in all those different communities and, and really see how people express Halo in their own way. And there you have it. Six Halo podcasts responding to the question, what makes Halo, Halo? Overall, it seems like there's a main consensus behind the community and the friends that we have all been able to meet and be able to interact with, with Halo being the central point of all of it. Halo has such an amazing ability to bring so many different people together across many different backgrounds, and it really shows throughout all the different responses that we just heard. Just look at events like Halo Outpost Discovery, and other gaming conventions that happen year-round throughout the world. Events like PAX and RTX and Gamescom and Comic-Cons. There's always someone wearing some kind of Halo armor or sporting some kind of Halo memorabilia or wearing a Halo t-shirt. 
Halo has such a cultural influence on those that enjoy the game, enjoy the stories and aspects of the franchise, that it's no wonder that community is a central part to what a lot of us feel is core to Halo. I've said it in the particular specific portion, and I'll reiterate it here, but the community aspect of Halo, the Halo franchise and what it supports, is unlike anything that you will see in any other video game franchise that's out there today. We hope that it maintains that way through the future, but for now, it's a place to call home. And secondly, the other theme that seems to mesh out throughout the rest of the podcast is the universe, the story that's being built within the franchise. You have such a diverse range of encounters and backgrounds of characters and different storytelling mechanics in the books, the games, and other media that's part of Halo. You heard that there's the grandeur and the mystery of the foreigners in the universe. You heard that being able to dive into specifics and characters and how they develop and how they're portrayed as another key factor in some of the podcast responses. Halo has this ability to morph a sci-fi franchise into something bigger than itself. And you heard that through a lot of the responses, being able to step into a sci-fi universe, but the alien encounters feel different and engaging. And like I mentioned before, the mystery of the Forerunners gives this kind of awesome, larger-than-life experience that you do see in some other sci-fi games, but Halo mashes that in with an awesome multiplayer, forge tools, and other ways that the Halo community can share experiences with one another. I want to give a big thanks to Podcast Evolved, Composers Abyss, Halo Outreach Podcast, HCS Pro Talk, and Forward Unto Dawn for providing their inputs into this collaboration, along with the other co-hosts of Podtacular and Ubernick, our guests at the time, to see was unable to participate in the YouTuber-specific one hosted by Installation Zero Zero. You can find all of their podcasts on major podcasting services, just searching for their podcast name, and they are on social media. All of them have Twitter accounts that you can go and follow, and most of them have Discords that you can join up with the community and enter into conversations that may make it into the specific podcast that you're listening to. We hope that you enjoyed this collaboration. We expect many more to happen in the future. There is some networking opportunities happening in the near future, which we hope to share about more before Infinite launches. So stay tuned to your favorite podcast service. And a big thanks to Installation Zero Zero for letting us copy the topic and be able to do our own podcast-specific version of what makes Halo, Halo. You can check out his YouTube channel where he does very detailed breakdowns on many different aspects of the Halo universe. And on behalf of all the podcasts, thanks for listening. <laughs>